0: Only the king, the king, you know it King already, already you know it Top everything, everything you know it King already, already you know it My body's all so got a king body
1: Welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King, king, king you know podcast. This is your boy, already, Rodney Perry King himself. Baby, you know and Love you just tuned into the Soul you know Conscious podcast for humans already, simply you know being humans. And today, I don't want to waste your time. I want to get right into it because I have a very special guest um, that I've got connected with, with by way of one of my soulful, soul brother friends, Benny Roosevelt um uh, a friend from across the pond you know and i love i love love speaking to anyone who has a different (laughs) worldview than the one that i have (laughs) and um, i think this uh, conversation is going to be extremely beneficial to everyone who hears it um whenever you're hearing this um i would love to just jump right into this and have her introduce herself how are you doing sabi
2: I'm so good today. Thank you for having me first of all. Thank Ah, you you. for letting me be here and share my message. Um, Who am I? It's a big question. You know, Mm. I'm a human. I'm a friend. I'm a, a daughter. I'm a life coach. I'm a self love coach. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a dancer. I'm a lover of life. I'm, you know, I'm an explorer of this world. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because (laughs) I'm like sometimes I'm anti all of these labels because Mm. I feel like they put pressure on us having to be certain things. But at the same time I see the the benefits of them, you know, especially with the work that I do. I'm a self-love coach Mm. and I guide women to love themselves Mm. i guide women to have a better relationship with who they are
0: Mm.
2: i help women to feel deeply worthy from the inside out because that feeling of inherent self-worth is the the key you know Mm -hmm. the key to creating a life that you're truly desiring knowing that those things that you want you are worthy of them. You know, that's the place to start. Um, So that's the work that I do. And that's a little bit of who I am. Mm.
1: Well, we're definitely, I think, um, hopefully through this conversation, we'll get a good uh, sense of the uh, expertise that you hold and something that I don't even know that is a a popularized profession. You know, I don't think, I think, um, I'm not sure how long ago it was when I felt like I started to hear more um, coach being thrown mm-hmm. on the end of something, you know, either being life coach, spiritual coach, uh, various things. And I, I would assume that versions of uh, this practi- these practices um, have always been around, but I think we've more than likely called them something else, you know, advisors yeah. and counselors and all these various things. But I guess what's the differentiating factor for you being a self-love coach versus a um you know, any any other title, I would say, either being uh, yeah. a, a, a counselor or a therapist or whatever that may be.
2: Yeah. Um, so first of all, you know, to be a therapist, there's a very specific training you have to do. Yeah. Um, and I don't have that. I'm not trained as a therapist. So that's that's kind of the on paper, you know, (laughs) being a therapist and being, being a coach. Um, but in terms of self love, you know, Mm -hmm. when I first got into coaching and I did do a, I did a diploma in transformational coaching. Um, when I first did my coaching certification, I just kind of wanted to help everyone, you know, I just wanted to help people have better lives. I wanted to help people to feel more empowered in, in, in their lives. Um, so I didn't really have a niche, Mm -hmm. um, and. Sometimes when you don't have a niche, it's quite hard to market yourself. And as I was considering, like, what is it that I'm really doing? What am I really helping people with? I began to look more at the people that I was working with uh, at the time, people I was working with, and was, like, asking myself, what is the link between all of these people? Mm. What is the glue that kind of – what do they have in common? And the thing that they all had in common was – The worthiness piece, whatever it is, was in their life that they were trying to work on, more nourishing relationships, um, a better job, changing their job, wanted to start a business. The thing that was holding them back each time was how worthy they felt, Mm. was the relationship that they had with themselves, was how they showed up for themselves, which then mirrored how they showed up at work in their relationships starting their business their relationship with money you know all of these things are just reflections of our inner relationship so i think it was as i really realized that it was like okay i i need to focus my work in in this area
1: Mm. i love that i love that and you know i've i've actually you know been having a lot of conversations about that in terms of uh when it comes to black men specifically Mm -hmm. um during this time of you know civil unrest i think um it's interesting to, you know, really reflect. And I think, I always think it's, uh, you know, people always think about very external things that need to occur, you know? We need to make changes to these systems. We need to change our habits. We need to do all these various things that are occurring outside of ourselves. But right. I think um, quite often we never do much for, you know, ourselves inside. And that That's not even a gender thing. I think all, all of us don't do enough internal work uh, internal yeah. self work. So I, I believe that, you know, I'm glad it's people like you who exist, first off, uh, because it thanks. definitely, um, the fact that there's someone putting energy to making that something that is uh, plausible and tangible, and there are mm-hmm. steps, you know, to figuring out, and there's more than likely, you know, you're never alone in any of your, uh, your problems and, you know, your trials, but I think it's beautiful that there's at least someone putting the energy to figure mm-hmm. out <laughs> how to handle yeah. life <laughs> and, and, and and find the worthiness that you feel. Um, mm. I would say uh, I, w- I would love to know exactly what made you get into this work in particular, though?
2: Self-love? Yes. More of what I just said and more and more and more of that. It was mm-hmm. like, the more I looked in like every single area of my life yeah. at myself at my friends at the people I was working with at people that I didn't know you know people that I just met mm-hmm. um it's like all every single part of our lives is is a is a, is a mirror of our our inner world mm-hmm. um and it was it just the more you do that work the more apparent that becomes with everyone that you meet mm-hmm. and it just was so important to me to help people to 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 work on that um and that's where true transformations and like sustainable transformation comes from you know because if you just go to the end point like I'm going to be happy when I'm making all of this money. I'm going to be happy when I'm married. You know, people that think they're going to get married and that will solve their problems or they're going Mm. to have the kid and that will solve the problems or they're going to have this big house and their problems will be solved. Yeah. It's like you're putting your your happiness and your joy outside of yourself. Yeah. And when you do that, it can always leave you. You know, Mm -hmm. it can always go. It can always end. And when you work on your inner joy (laughs) your inner self-love the 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 love and the happiness and the peace that already exists right this moment Mm -hmm. without the stuff right without the stuff you work on that and you actually are Lifting yourself up, whatever word you want to call it, raising your vibration, like, like, like raising your energy, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And you're actually in a better place to then attract the things that you do want. So those things come anyway, but from a really authentic place. So, yeah, just the more work I did on this myself and the more I work with other people on it and saw the transformations that come. um, It's like there's there's no way I can't do this. Mm.
1: I loved it. I loved it. Do you do you think that this work that you do isn't this um, because I feel like there's so many doctrines and so many uh, customs worldwide that are spread? You know, most people kind of get how they should go about life more than likely uh, introduction through religion um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, through school to understanding how to socialize and. And you know, Mm -hmm. and more than likely, and hopefully, uh, that kind of parental guidance as well. Why do you think that when it comes to self-love, understanding your your you know your level of self-esteem and having a sense of your self-worth and self-awareness aren't practices that are uh, as popular as you as as because we you know for a fact that these things all connect and we need all these things and regardless of any issue we have, we're going to have to get to this. To get to any other to any other yeah. phase, why do you think that isn't a foundational lesson that we are uh, indoctrinated with worldwide?
2: Mm. Well, first of all, it's not really ever taught to us, so mm-hmm. that's 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 the the shame and yeah. the the problem. Um, in one of my past lives. Mm-hmm. I was a primary school teacher so I mm-hmm. know health, what, how what, what goes down in schools and we don't have the, the space on the curriculum to teach these really important life skills mm. um, which is such a shame and that needs Very to change. Um, but we and here's the thing I'm gonna I'm going a little off track. Go I'll, ahead. Come the, I'll, I'll come back to the answer. Go when ahead. we're born, when we're born, mm-hmm. we're programmed perfectly mm. for love for joy, for belonging, for acceptance, for mm. peace. Like we're, we're here, we've got self-love. We're like, we're there. And then as we go through life, experiences happen. People say things, society says things. The media says things that start to program you to think otherwise, that start to take you away from who you are, that start to teach you things like not enough, like lack like competition, like I'm not good enough, like comparison. Mm -hmm. You know, all of these things are learned experiences that take us away from what we actually are innately. Mm -hmm. And if those things have been learned, they can also be unlearned. So this whole thing is really an unlearning of conditioning, you know, Mm -hmm. an unlearning of the conditioning that society and people have placed on us. And that's why it can be challenging um but that's why it's so 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 important um yeah, yeah I've totally gone off track I think you answered <laughs> me of the too. question no 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 I, I, th- think, you, I think I did I, I think you did answer
1: the question and I, and look I invite it. I invite whatever way that you need to get to the to the answer mm. go ahead you know because whatever speaks to you because I really truly I really am touched by that and I think it's also it's it's a it's it's a bittersweet Kind of uh, observation to make when it comes to we coming us coming into this world and being um, designed with and and, and, a, and a, essentially having all the capabilities that we're going to need for whatever life that we're choosing to live um, as we develop from those infants into fully grown adults. But what occurs is because of you know greed and all these various vain elements of the world. Because people have um, allowed for their, you know, their doubts and their fears to have to essentially edge into someone else's life, have influence Mm -hmm. into someone else's world um, to make themselves feel better, to make themselves (laughs) feel protected in whatever that is. Because ultimately, that's how I've always viewed uh, the rich and powerful who, Mm. who, who, who who, who will, you know, kind of damage and compromise their morality for the sake of a dollar, for the sake of influence, whatever it is. At the end of the day, they still don't feel too worthy. They still don't feel love. They still don't feel like it's enough. They still are this damaged child that never got love and never got whatever they felt like they needed. And that's why it's always been beautiful to me when people uh, start to go to therapy and their therapist always suggests, you know, you have to take care of your inner child. Because mm. they were good. They, you, you, were, you, you were better then than you are now. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> because you were
1: a <laughs> living life. You had not a care in the world. And stress was truly an alien experience. And mm. now you're hardened. You're burdened. And you um, even accept conflict and obligations that you may not even have to. Mm. You know, just because you feel that that's what you have to do to get to a certain point in life, to another stage in life. And uh, we take on so much, and I'm definitely guilty of it. Taking on way more than I really needed to, when it probably was a a path that had a lot less resistance, a path that probably was way more suitable for the person that I ultimately became, anyway. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, you can't fight your, you know, can't fight destiny. You can't fight fate. Um, and it's gonna always battle with you, no matter what yeah. it is. So. Yeah, I was about to go on a tangent too. You, I felt.
0: That. Yeah, all good. I <laughs> But no,
1: so I, I want to stick on, you know, this this thing of being, you know, a trend and 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 comparison to uh comparison to the way that life is. And uh, one thing I would love to know is when it comes to self love. I think you know, I'm, I'm not sure when it happened, but I definitely remember a boom occurring on social media when it came yeah. to various. Um, When it comes to just self-love it being the umbrella And then it being very, you know, subgroups of that And communities being created from that Um, Not even just from a coaching perspective But just from a community perspective, you know Self-love because, you know, as people who practice certain, you know Wellness practices, you know, within yoga Within, um, you know, uh, clean eating And uh, all these various things All of it was about self-love and self-care Um and I think quickly, you know, the the business minded people are quickly trying to jump on those different things. Oh, you all are yeah. caring about yourself. Oh, yeah. You know, this sounds like a good opportunity to make some money. And I, mm. and I, and I always feel bad about that because it's like, damn, we're monetizing something that we just need. We just just needs to be here. It just needs to be around. Mm. It shouldn't just be this yet again, another thing that it makes we make money from because then that just now makes it into everything else that we have in our lives. We monetized and commodified every single thing we do from the Mm. things that we literally need to live a shelter, Mm. food, water (laughs) are things that are commodified to the point to where it's like, we literally have to pay for wellness. Um, And um, to be into yourself and be in about your wellness is something also you have to invest in. And, Mm. um, I would love to know, what do you think about, you know, do you think that from your perspective that wellness is something that is, uh, this wellness, um, I guess, trend that's in the zeitgeist of the world is something that is in fact a trend or truly something that's becoming a foundational practice that's gonna just be around? Is it a way of life or is it a trend? Mm,
2: I've got so many things to say on what you were just kind of jamming out on. And the first thing is, The media, the world, Mm -hmm. selling like products in general, things, um, relies on people's lack of self-worth. Clothes, makeup if you're a woman, um, things that you should have, the new phone, the houses that you should buy, the holidays that you should go on, all rely on you feeling like what I have right now isn't good enough. Yeah. The clothes I have right now aren't good enough. Yeah. I need to go to the gym because I don't look good enough. I, mm-hmm. I need to buy the new iPhone because like I you know it's all about what I have right now isn't enough. Mm. Um so that's what i found that our society is built on profiting off people's lack of self-love. Mm. So that's that's one important, you know, point to 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 know just how important this topic is and how Mm. deeply ingrained it is within our society um so that's there and then at the same time this trend of wellness and talking about self-love is there too and it's it's been interesting for me as a coach in this work um, to decide how i feel about it because this is my work, you know? Yeah. This is how I'm making money right now, but I also know that I'm doing something really great for the world and that it's needed. And actually when I, when I was at the time of like getting a bit more specific with my niche, I had some resistance to calling myself a self-love coach uh-huh. because I wondered if it was too cliche, you know? <laughs> I wondered if even the term was too cliche, but I realized whether it's cliche or not, that is just the best word to describe the work that i do yeah you know that's just the word that just that describes the work that i want to do so i'm going to use the word
0: um
2: and of course there will always be people that are you know wrongly profiting from beautiful work, that we'll be doing it in a way that isn't authentic. And that makes me really, really sad because this is an industry that I love and this is work that I love and this is work that's so, so important. So it really makes me sad when anyone, you know, taints this kind of work. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is important work and whenever there's things that are important and are needed, it's always going to be turned into a trend. So mm. I think there's like there's there's pros and cons, and I can't I can't decide where I sit on it because when something's a trend, it means that more people are looking at looking at it. It yes. means more people are thinking about their self-love. Yes. It means more people are like, oh, like I should I, I should bring this into my life. And that's an amazing thing. So yeah, there are pros and cons, definitely.
1: Yeah, that yeah. It's interesting. And I, I think, you know who's who's to say you know what what things will you know remain and what won't because I think you know people have had so many predictions about so many th- trends that have came and gone but I do truly believe that um when it comes to wellness that it's almost a I don't know I've always seen it as um a a, a great thing if everyone's just thr- getting into this the chance that people actually feel different
0: mm. and,
1: and and have those like positive changes regardless if they got into it for a very uh for that similar reason as they do with every other uh consumer product it was like I just yeah. you know everybody's going to you know these kind of like wellness workshops you know I'm just going to try to <laughs> go get into myself you know
0: just if, <laughs> if that's what
1: it is but you go there and then you really come away with something
0: yeah. it's kind
1: of like you know a serendipitous to a certain degree because it's like mm-hmm. okay great you know because that may just actually start this person on a true journey, in um, in self love, in their self, in really being aware of um, how they're practicing self worth um, mm. on a constant base, on a constant basis, and keeping that front of mind. Um, I, I, but I do want to pivot to something that I think is, uh, I guess, somewhat of a more advanced, uh, advanced topic when it, you're talking about self love, because I think one thing that I'm learning right now, because I think. I've been on a self-love journey for quite some time, I believe. And it's been mm. hell of a journey, <laughs> ups yeah. and downs, hills and valleys. But I think that <laughs> what, I'm, what I've am what i gotten to is to the point of um, the amount of self-love that I have truly has given me the fortification to be an advocate for myself and what I mm. would allow around me, what I want in, in my space, the people that I want, and, you know, yeah. and, and also the things that, um, I look at my own bad habits as things that aren't of me almost so that I can Mm -hmm. really approach those. Like this ain't, this ain't beneficial to the whole system. You know, this isn't beneficial to everything I'm trying to have going on. So I got to look at this as something that is, you know, not what needs to be here. So I have to advocate for myself. I have to really fortify my, my being to be like, this won't remain. And I would love Mm. for you to speak to some of those success stories Um, That you feel like you've seen where, you know, someone has really been on that journey. They've really put the work in and they've been able to truly be advocates for themselves and what they allow Because I I can only imagine, you know, you've done the work, but that's no that doesn't mean the world changes around you. (laughs) That doesn't mean, you know, those temptations or those things that are attempting to set you back aren't going to still come your way and how you deal Mm -hmm. with that.
2: Absolutely. I would love for you to speak to that
1: when it comes to yeah. still self advocating when you're on that self-love yeah. journey.
2: Yeah. Um, first of all, I love I just love hearing you say, like, you know, you on your self-love journeys mm-hmm. simply because I don't hear enough men embrace that. And that's so important, you know, for men to say, I'm working on my self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just celebrating you for that. And I'm inviting any other men that are listening to join in because mm-hmm. it's important. This isn't just for women. This is for everybody, you know, yeah. self-love is not this fluffy feminine topic. Yeah. Um, it just helps you be a better human for yourself. and so when you're a better human for yourself, you can be a better human for the world.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, so that, that's what I want to say first. Um, and self-love really, it ripples out to every area. It Yeah, it affects how you advocate for yourself. It affects how you show up. Um, and although the situations that are going to come your way might not change, the way you respond to them are mm-hmm. the, the boundaries you set. You know, that's a massive part of self-love, setting mm-hmm. better boundaries, mm-hmm. being able to say no, being able to know what you truly stand for, yeah. being able to know when your boundaries are being crossed being able to walk away from situations that you just know aren't serving you, being able to use your voice and say, like, this is what's important for me. You know, self-love is such a practice of finding your voice, mm-hmm. stepping into your authentic truth. Mm-hmm. Like all of these things are self-love and they're not something that, that wasn't already that, you know, there. It's there inside of you. It really is. That's why I feel like self-love is a homecoming.
0: Yeah,
2: it's coming home to what is already there. It's an uncovering. Mm. It's like you're peeling off the layers of the onion, you know. Mm-hmm. And each layer that you peel off, you're getting a little closer to feeling like you. Um, so yeah, it's it's just a, a powerful journey back home. Yeah, really.
1: I, I, I do want to tap into um, just that difference in gender because you in the way that genders take in this information yeah. and take in this uh, as a path that is welcome to everyone um, yeah. because most of your clients are women. And I, yeah. and I believe that, you know, I love that because I know just from, you know, all the friends that I have and the things that I read and the world that I live in that, you know, women are certainly you know, our most oppressed group for so many things, mm. for so many reasons, because we live in this, you know, very patriarchal society. Um, and I understand exactly why that's, you're at that point, because there's so many, there's a barrage of things that are trying to tell you that you aren't worthy enough. Um, you have to fight back to that. You have to be a counter to that. Um, one thing that I recognize, and I'm, I'm, I've still been tinkering around with the idea Mm. When it comes to self-worth as uh, as it shows up within black men specifically, because I Mm. believe or at least what I've noticed in my own observations, um, my own worldly observations. And I believe with uh, with research, I could possibly find the the proof to these observations. But Mm. that is that there are voids, so many voids within black men and just men in general. And especially because we are following this very narrow definition of what man is, and mm. I think for Black men specifically, we have yeah. we're the own we're one of the few demographics where we've allowed for everyone us to give us options for who we are, and we just choose one of those options instead of creating them wow. through ourselves. Where yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna be you know even even in things that we've created that mm. may have been that may be seen as negative um like, like even when people think that you know well we made gangs to protect these communities and blah mm-hmm. blah now they've turned into these things that are seen as criminal organizations but even within that it's like we're still you're still trying to find your purpose yeah. by joining yeah. something outside of yourself yeah and that really may not be you once you get into it once you get into those you know into that world that's not you and i think that yeah. about so many different things i had a great conversation with a friend of mine um, just the other day, and he was speaking to me how so many things that he thought was a part of his personality growing up, that now in this time where he's been alone, just to himself, he's recognizing how much he really doesn't care about those things. He doesn't, he was like, bro, I don't mm-hmm. even remember last time I, I cared to even check in on sports, and i like, yeah. he was like, I remember at a point that was my life, but now it's yeah. like, I could care less. There's so many other things I you know, rather spend my time doing. And I'm like, I know. I tell men that all the time, that we have a, attached things to our personality. And the and the mess the most messed up part about it is we usually allow for those things to define whatever our personalities are. Mm. So because we are, let's say, uh into tech, that means we're gonna be recluse and we're not social and we're not this. Because <laughs> we're just gonna just take on the assumptions of what people believe. If you are this jock who's athletic and you're in, you a trainer, people are gonna assume that you're not soft, that you're not, you know, empathetic, that you're just this extremely masculine person and possibly a little bit toxic. And that may not even be you. Mm. And I just, and I think a lot of it has to do with those, you know, that self worth is missing there. And yeah. I would love, I would love for you to know. Do you think that there is any i guess introduction that men could possibly truly find their ways into these practices cuz i don't believe in changing the words i don't believe in and redefining i don't believe in making it the men's version of this because i think yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a very hum- this is very human type of work and yeah. i think that is a part of the work as well i think men need to understand that we need to um be inspired and listen to women because they are doing work that is for humans most of the time, mm-hmm. but we're seeing it as, oh, that's a good thing for y'all. You know, that's
0: yeah. <laughs> that's cool that y'all can
1: do that, you know? I don't, I mean, if they come out with a, you know, a Old Spice version, then I got you. But you know, <laughs> since y'all got y'all a little, you know, whatever, and we don't need that for anything. Mm-hmm. And we've been taught that that's what we need. We need a man's version of every single thing so that we can still be coddled within our, you mm-hmm. know, masculinity. But I would yeah. love to know if there's anything that you believe, even if it's just a singular practice or whatever, whatever it could be, that could be that uh, first step for a lot of men to um, get into themselves and really do start on this work.
2: Mm, I think for men, all men, you know, a practice of dropping into, you know, your softness and allowing mm. yourself to be vulnerable. Mm. Uh um, and allowing yourself to show emotion, like mm. that, is the work that I am inviting all men to start to do. Because okay. that is the thing that's the, the, that blocks men from from doing things like this. The yeah. the idea that being vulnerable is, you know, a weakness. Mm. That showing emotion is for girls. That that showing up in you know in the rawness of who you are as a man. is is weak and it's like no that is such a strength such a strength and quite frankly that's what all women want to see you know (laughs) like if I need to add that in there women love to to see a man that's in touch with his emotions and that can be vulnerable and that can show his heart um and it's it's such a shame that society has conditioned men from a young age to not cry, to be hard, to have fights, Mm -hmm. to like, hold it all in, you know, if they, if they, if they cry, they're called a girl. And it's like, no, they're, they're, they're a human, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, a practice of just embracing what Mm. you're feeling, allowing yourself to cry. You know, if you're a guy listening to this, Ask yourself, when did I last cry, mm-hmm. and how did I feel about telling my other guy friends that? You know, yeah. or did um, you, or, or did you? You're like, no. how, <laughs> how how would you feel about telling? It? And then and then pushing yourself, challenging yourself to open up to some of your guy friends when you're not feeling good. Yeah, to have those conversations and be like, like, man, can I can I talk to you about this? And mm-hmm. actually be honest about how you're feeling.
0: Yeah,
2: um, that's what I would love more men to start to do yeah you know that that's showing who you really are and that is such a beautiful strength
1: yeah i i think um for for me i think i've uh seen a lot of things in myself to really i've i think i've always had an internal fight Mm. for certain things because i think i'm naturally an individual but i'm living in this world where i'm you know either things are assumed about me um, mm-hmm. and, and that and how I react to those things and I yeah. think for me it's been a hell of a journey to realize the things that I didn't know I was doing you know mm-hmm. I think to you know I, I had an episode I had an episode um a few a few yeah early this year before quarantine pre-quarantine
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> called blind spotting where it was speaking to that. Speaking to those kind of, you know, those things, those habits that we have that we don't even recognize. And I think that's a key point as well is um, not only being because I think that that's first step of being, you know, uh, making room for your feelings and being vulnerable um, and creating space for that. And um, and also finding people who are welcome to doing that with you, you know, um, who aren't just. Your romantic partners, because I yeah. think that that's a big. I think that's a big uh, trend that I think a lot of men have um, really overdone mm. when it comes to when they are ready to get emotional. When they have kept it in too long, they're usually dumping it. You know, they're usually <laughs> dumping it all out onto whomever they love, and that could be a lot. Like mm. you know, your partners are going through their own things. We have our own lives. We have so many things going on. So you do you kind of forever holding it in and there not being a constant, consistent uh, stream of expression of I mean, emotional expression yeah. at various levels from yeah, yeah. happiness to sadness and in, in small bites, that's easier to take. But if you are a man that is usually keeping it all in and keeping it all pent up when it finally right. comes out, it could be a lot. It yeah. could be a lot for anyone. It's not that that person doesn't want to hear it, but it's like, damn, like, I didn't know that, that I didn't know it was going to hit like this. Like of course I want you to talk to me, but also damn, why didn't you tell me about this earlier? But also yeah. I think that's also why I think um so many more men need to uh, to get into therapy to truly yeah. um be able to give that um, understand those practices and gain those uh awareness practices cuz once you kind of get pointed out that certain things are are happening, it's hard for you to to ignore them. And then, and and oh, and, yeah. and, then when the, and when issues keep coming, when things that you you're the cause of keep coming, that you ignoring what you already knew to be an issue in your life, you gotta keep coming back to. it. It's like, damn, I know this is me. Damn, I can't mm. even scope. <laughs> you can't even scapegoat anymore. But if yeah. you keep yourself in this blindness of what you do and how you show up and how you feel about yourself as well then yeah. you're going to forever be in that situation, you know? I, I, I truly believe self-worth is um, a pathway to um, a lot, really growing a lot more stronger men who can really yeah. change the world. Um, yeah. and, I, and I feel like that's a really, really key thing. And um, I've, I've been a, a big proponent of that when I've seen the changes in myself. I'm yeah. um, always trying to make sure I like let people know, like, hey, I noticed this. I don't know if y'all do this, but I do this. Y'all might yeah. do it too. Uh, you know, think about it. <laughs> you know, check into mm-hmm. it. This is what I did, and um, and honestly, podcasting has been a big part of that. Just really yeah. being aware, really understanding how I'm showing up, and keeping myself accountable because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm recording this. <laughs> I'm recording <laughs> this. So if I'm not being exactly how I say I am, somebody could be like, "Hey, didn't ain't this you who said uh, that you ain't you know going to do this thing, or you're trying to work to this, you know?" um and it helps it helps a lot it helps a lot but i do want to pivot for the last Mm. couple minutes to talk about Mm. yoga
0: Mm.
1: so um yoga is something i feel like i need to get into because i feel like i have a very sedentary life now you know i'm sitting down most of the time working on computers doing work for you know as my day job and or editing and doing things for (laughs) for the podcast and various other things technical um and i try my best now to you know make sure i make time to work out but um but yoga is something that i feel like it's so um i don't know i think the perception that i have of yoga may be very similar to a lot of other people is that it may not that it's something just to do something that people just go and do that they have for whatever health benefits whatever reasons but i have attempted to do yoga before, and it was hell of a work. <laughs> <laughs> I was sweating, you know? I was sweating. Uh, I was really, truly, uh, and I was sweating quick, too. Like, it wasn't even over yet, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be, like, another 20 minutes of this. Oh, my God. We just started. Mm. And just realizing how, like, tight I was trying to do certain things and <laughs> and, and just all of that, bones cracking you know, all of that just feeling just so tight. And I'm like, damn, is this how I've been? Like, is this how my body is on a regular basis? I would love for you to speak to, um, the, uh, not only the benefits of yoga, but how you've utilized that, uh, into yourself, into your self-love, uh, coaching as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for asking this. And I think it's important to, to know, especially for anyone that isn't into yoga or that's brand new that you know what you're describing is actually only one tiny part Mm. of what yoga is yoga is an ancient practice it's Mm -hmm. a spiritual practice it Mm -hmm. comprises many many different elements Mm -hmm. um and the asana which is the sanskrit word for for the postures are actually only one tiny part that the west has taken and you know commercialized essentially mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To, to make it a workout um and that isn't to say that the asana isn't beautiful and amazing and of course it helps you to feel great and that that's really beautiful too um but i think it's always important to know that there is so much more than mm. than, than that and the physical benefits are often what bring people to the practice you know for me that's that's why i first went because i wanted to become stronger and i wanted to be more flexible Um, and then I started to get into meditation more. And then I started to realize that there is, you know, this whole philosophy behind yoga and it's really a way of life. It's a, Mm. it it introduced me to spirituality and there's so much more. Um, and that is what kept me here. You know, it's Mm. like the, 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 physical practice is what drew me in and everything else that yoga is, is, is what kept me here. Um, so I think that's always important to know that, that it isn't just about stretching the <laughs> hamstrings and and doing the splits and touching the toes. You know, that's mm-hmm. actually a tiny, tiny part of it. Um, but that can make your body feel good, too, mm-hmm. which is great, too. I love
1: that. I love that. Um, I would love to ask a question that I think is um, mm. that I've noticed from um, literally just being on social media because also within that, you know, Mm -hmm. with the emergence of people getting into fitness and people being able to make a good uh, stamp and make a great impression and gain Mm -hmm. all these followers for various uh, classes that they provide, various techniques that they're, you know, I guess um, (laughs) being the proprietors of. Uh, But I I, I noticed, and I would love to know because you spoke to the – the long, long history that yoga uh, that that is yoga, and nowadays you could you could see almost any quote unquote uh, any mark any marketing type of yoga in the world, and it has so many spins and flavors and things on it. You know, you'll have a find you a hip hop trap uh, dancing to the this and that type of yoga. Have some, you yeah. know, hot Burkham in in the sun on the sand beach yoga like all those yeah. various things <laughs> as you spoke to the commercialization of it all i would love if you speak to what do you think about that as a reaction to the the yoga boom obviously you know it's i think the boom really occurred you know several decades ago but now it's at its you know somewhat peak in terms of its being these different varieties and these various yeah. interpretations what do you think about that versus being um, people being more traditional, really respecting the practices? Yeah. How do you feel about those things?
2: Mm, I think now more than ever, now that, you know, the world has actually finally woken up to racism, how ridiculous is that? That it's taken centuries. Yeah. Um, but now that the world <laughs> is like, oh, now we know what racism is. Like, Of course. <laughs> with that people are starting to people are starting to um understand what cultural appropriation is too Mm -hmm. and how many ancient practices um cultural practices spiritual practices many different things have been Mm -hmm. appropriated um and yoga is one of them the wellness industry is one of them um taking yoga which is you know an ancient indian practice and commercializing it um like looking into that and why i find this challenging to respond is because i always say and i think i said this to you it's like i don't have indian heritage so it's not my it's not up to me to decide this is and this isn't cultural appropriation of of, you know an indian practice um so although i'm a woman of color so i i can empathize with the frustration of when cultures are taken and you know like i i can empathize with that but because i'm not indian my job and my responsibility is to learn Is to do the work, to learn and to respect this really, really beautiful practice. Mm -hmm. Is to do the work and to learn from Indian teachers. And right now I'm actually studying um, with my philosophy teacher. And I'm more than ever right now, I'm diving into what this practice is really about. And I'm almost like, I'm sorry, I want to apologize To any time in the past when I have appropriated this beautiful practice. Um, And so I'm doing the work to be better. I'm doing the work to be a better yoga teacher in whatever way, shape or form that means. To be more respectful, to know where it came from, to really understand what things really mean. And you know, yeah. At the moment, I'm living in London, so I, when studios open up, I'll be I'll be teaching some yoga in London. So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, I'm I'm still working out how to best teach in my own style, 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 which is, style, which is at the same time respect this traditional practice. Um, and I think that's what I'm just encouraging everyone to do um, with like the. Topic of appropriation, you know, and it's you can say that with every kind of thing. It's like even, you know, for the black culture that's being appropriated, it's like the only people that can decide if it's cultural appropriation or not are black people, right? Like we get to say, like, you doing that thing, wearing your hair like that, wearing those clothes, whatever, like, you're culturally appropriating black culture. Um, no one else can actually decide apart from black people, if our culture is being appropriated or not. And it's the same kind of thing, which is why I find it hard for me to decide if different specific things are appropriating um, cultures that aren't mine. So I need to listen. And I think that's the important thing. If you can't decide, if it's not up to you, you you need to do your best to listen and learn. So right now with yoga, I'm very much listening and learning and that's just what i invite everybody to do yeah.
1: yeah yeah i do too yeah i do too um i would love i would love for my last mm. question i do a my i guess my call of action segment It's called the mm. send it on i'm not sure if you're familiar with the uh musical stylings of the 90s R&B artist D'Angelo, but when you hear this final cut, oh, yeah, you'll hear you'll hear his <laughs> voice in the background right now. My, one of my favorite songs is "Send It On" by him, and so "Send It On" is my call of action segment. And I would love, I would love, 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 if you could send the people on with giving people is whatever you feel, whatever you feel like is either your best. Or whatever you feel like is the easiest, whatever you feel like is the, whatever it is, is the best self-love practice that you feel like you can, you know, bestow on the people who hear and listen to this. Mm. What is one that you feel like is one that anybody can do right now, today, right after listening to this episode?
2: Mm, Okay, because there are so many things, but this is one that you can do right now that's not going (laughs) to take you long. Um... And it's going to take you one minute, in fact. And it's okay. and I want okay. you to do this every day um, for, the, for the next week and see how you feel. Go and stand in front of a mirror. And if you don't have a mirror, take your phone out and turn it on to like the video or photo so you can see yourself in your phone and pretend that that's a mirror. Look at yourself for a minute. But I mean, really look. Mm. Like, look at yourself like you don't usually look. Look and appreciate. Step one, if you're like feeling super awkward step two look appreciate and shower yourself with amazing affirmations of love all of those things that you're wishing someone else would say that your partner would say that your friend would say that your lover would say like be that lover for you today and every day that you stand in front of that mirror for one minute so yeah, really, that's such a beautiful practice of self-love. Mirror work, a mirror a day, uh, sorry, a minute a day, looking at yourself, loving yourself, appreciating yourself, mm-hmm. um, showering yourself with positive affirmations. And if, it's, if you've never done it before, it's probably gonna feel super awkward. I'm just saying that, I'm just For gonna sure. just before anyone. And that's okay. Whenever you, ha- Whenever anything's brand new, it's uncomfortable. So embrace that discomfort. And do it anyway
1: mm. i love it i love it i love it i love it i, 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 I and also to anyone um because i because i'm really big on um on awareness i would suggest for anyone to um start journaling you know i think journaling yeah. is extremely helpful for you to go back and understand how you were feeling in that moment um, doing it in, the, doing it right when you wake up or right before you go to sleep, are good things that I think are good practices at least in starting in that sense of awareness. But that mirror thing is interesting, though. I like that. Yeah.
0: I like that. You gonna, do, like it? That. I'm a, you gonna yes, do it? <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it for a <laughs> yeah.
1: week, and I'm gonna let you know how I feel. And um, please do. Yeah. And, and and continue. But I want you to tell everyone, everyone who is listening, how they can follow you, how they can support you in any way, shape, or form. Please let the people know.
2: Mm, yeah, thank you so much. Um, so the easiest way to find me is over on Instagram and it's just my name, sabby.cur. Um, I run community self-love workshops regularly, like every two to three weeks. Hey. Um, and I always post them, post about them on my Instagram. So yeah, or just drop me a DM and I'll share with you when the next one is. I also do lots of work one-to-one. Um, so if that's something that you're interested in, you can, yeah, drop me a message on Instagram as well.
0: Mm,
1: I love it I love it And you can see all these things on the, uh, In the description I'll make sure I have it In the description Of this particular episode Right now um, to, For, for perpetuity. You know It'll be there forever Because you can listen to it As many times as you need to all right. Um, this uh, I want you to also make sure you uh, keep up with me. If this is your first time listening, welcome, and make sure you keep on uh, listening. And also make sure you share. I like I say all the time, or at least I try to. This is family size content, you know. And you don't just eat a bag of family size chips by yourself. You go, you give a little bit. You don't mind sharing a little family size. So share <laughs> some of this, you know. Let a let a person know if you felt anything that was said. If you have now started listening to, if this is the second or third episode that you're listening to, go ahead and make sure you're subscribed so you can continue to enjoy the thing that you're obviously already enjoying. Um, You can follow me everywhere at kings underscore memoirs. You can follow the uh, the podcast at Simply King Pod on IG. Um, I would love, love a follow. Love uh, if you talk back. Give me any um, type of criticism. This is what this is for um, to start these conversations. I really do appreciate the people who have been consistently listening. Um, it's coming up on five years. And so I'm so glad for everyone who's been on the ride. Um, yes, this is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans. I'm Rodney Perry, and this is Simply King. Peace. Okay. King already, already, you know it. Shine already, it's time already. Shine already, it's time already. Shine already,
0: it's time already.